Hello and welcome back to Friday Favorites. It's Friday again, and we are counting down the top worship songs of the last 30 years. Today we're at number four, and if you've been on the journey with us, uh, please still comment your favorite song, share this, and um, I hope it's been really a blessing for you. Well, we're counting down the greatest worship songs from the last 30 years, songs that have shaped our understanding of the character and nature of God, and songs that have given us words to express our affection to God and our devotion to God. You may know some of these songs, so please yeah, share, like, comment. I wanted to reiterate, as I did a few weeks ago, that these worship songs, their purpose is that they teach us about the character of God. And it's sort of like take-home theology. Worship songs have to do two things. to teach us the truth of God and then stir up our affection for God. Now, these songs that we've been going through, all of them do it so well. They really hit the nail on the head. Today's one is no exception. It's probably one of the most awarded songs uh, in the history of worship music. And at number four, it is by Brooke Liggettwood and his song, What a Beautiful Name. It came out in 2016, written in 2015, um, an Australian worship song written by Brooke Liggettwood and actually co-written by Ben Fielding. And it just refers to the promise of salvation through Jesus. Um, and this sort of song got onto so many charts. It won Dove Awards for Song of the Year, Worship Song of the Year 2017. It won a Grammy Award for the Best Contemporary Christian Music Performance and Song. It was released on 6th of January 2017. And... It was the lead and most sort of prolific single from Hillsong's 25th live album. How amazing is that? It's off the album Let There Be Light. Well, the song uh, we have to answer, what does it teach us about God? So every week, as we've been counting down these songs to number one, we ask, what does the song teach us about God? And what is the application of the song that we sing it? Well, maybe we should first ask, what hides in the name of Jesus? The name of Jesus encompasses more than we can ever hope or imagine. More beauty, more wonder, more power. Your greatest triumphs and your worst failures, Jesus has a way for you out of the failure and has the authority and takes the credit for your greatest feat or accomplishment. Our prayer is, this is what Hillsong said, our prayer for the song is that we can all enter into a deeper and more lateral revelation of the person of Jesus Christ, who is the epitome of beauty. That's why we sing, what a beautiful name. So what does the song teach us about God? It teaches us this, there is power in the name of Jesus. Philippians 2.9 says, Therefore God exalted Jesus to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every other name. There is not power in saying or singing the name, but in depending for your greatest needs upon the name. Sometimes we think just saying Jesus, it might help. It might be the only thing you can say. But that's what we might call lip service in a way. We say it because we trust in him for our deepest needs, for our greatest faults. God gave Jesus the place and name above all things because through him, 
all things were made, and through him all things are being restored. This name, so when God says, when the word says the name, he gave him the name that is above all other names. It means the authority and the position. Jesus has the highest authority in the universe. All things are subject to him. And one day, all things will be subject again to his rule. What's the application? Well, I'm going to ask that you give him that rulership now. Don't wait. So maybe an example. If my daughter, who loves to play Uno, by the way, if she takes an Uno card out of the pack of Uno cards and she hides it, which she does some, sometimes, she hides it away for herself, well, does it belong to her or to the pack? Well, to her for now, uh, I guess it belongs to her for that moment. She thinks it does, but ultimately it belongs to the pack, where it should be returned and where it is to be enjoyed most. So why not return it under the authority of the pack so that you can enjoy the fullness of the whole set? Be my guest. To be honest, go on on your own with your own marriage, your own money, your own life's meaning. But ultimately, it'll all still have to submit one day to his rule. It'll return one day, some or other way, or the other to him. So why not do it now and enjoy the blessing that comes with his rulership now? That is what we describe as fullness. The song simply declares there is power in the name of Jesus. Take your life and submit it to this awesome, beautiful, powerful pack and the authority of the name of Jesus Christ. This song is called What a Beautiful Name. Jesus 
given us the name above all names, to declare, to live, and for him, Jesus, to live in us through your Holy Spirit. Father, I pray that our affections would be stirred up for you in the song, that we would give you rulership, headship, lordship over our lives, for everything in it belongs to you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Have a wonderful weekend, Father's House. We'll see you next week for song number three. We're in the top three already. I can't believe it. I hope you've enjoyed the journey with us as we count down the top songs, worship songs from the last 30 years. Today's was number four. What a beautiful name. See you next week. Cheerio.